0: Here I am with Ashley Hernandez, who's going to be talking to me about her experience uh, with storytelling through the dance, her character, and then what she looks forward to on Saturday, this Saturday's performance. Ashley, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. You know, I feel good. Um, I just, right now it's really hot outside. So yeah, it is. It feels good to be here.
0: And you just came back from a uh, workshop, right?
1: Yeah, I just finished doing a drawing workshop. Um, I was just teaching people how to um, use brush pens to sketch different ideas, paint, um, draw flowers, draw people.
0: Right, and um, so that's what you do for for fun, right? Like as a hobby.
1: Yeah, that's one of the main things I do for fun. Uh, I like to play chess. I like to mainly draw. I play video games. When I have the free time, you know, I work a lot. And um, right now, a new hobby I have is just doing, like, um, improvements on my house. You know, just doing projects. It's really fun.
0: Talk to us about your experience in um, storytelling through dance.
1: Uh, Storytelling through dance? Well, I'm going to start with how it started out. Um I was invited first by um someone that attends and at first I didn't really think to um attend until you invited me and then when I came um I'm just naturally that type of person that whenever I'm in a new group of people I find it hard to just get used to being there like I just naturally default to being uncomfortable. But as I've been here, um, I almost feel like I'm like meant to be here. So I feel very comfortable being here.
0: What's one of the things that makes you most comfortable?
1: Um, one of the things that makes me comfortable being here is just the um, people that attend storytelling through dance, you know, their personalities. It's nice to be part of a community where um, everyone is just kind to each other.
0: Hmm. and how long was that ago that you started coming was has it was it this year 2021 or was it last year 2020
1: i think it was last year maybe in september mm-hmm. yeah, i was part of the play rosa dianza gestools yeah right
0: right and um what do you remember what character you played last year
1: i, I was just um one of the mean girls i didn't okay. have like a major role
0: Okay, and then this year you have a, a major role. Can you talk to us about what that role is?
1: Yeah, so for, um, but we're still here. My role is Queen Salali, and basically that character, um, she's very stern. She's very, um, she looks down on people. She is accustomed to having her way by using her authority and um, in the part of the play where she appears um, it, it plays out what happens because of her character and because of um, well, she doesn't always get her way basically.
0: And do you when you play that character do you have somebody in mind that you think about that you're like oh, this is the person Who this character would be like?
1: Honestly, no. I just think of like a generic evil queen character. Um, Yeah, it's kind of hard to say a specific character. I don't have one in mind.
0: What has it been like to play somebody mean?
1: Um, The interesting thing is that when I started, I felt like it was impossible for me to even play that type of role, and um, I almost enjoy playing that role now, which is kind of dangerous. Like <laughs> I don't know if that's okay, because it's kind of fun to play a dramatic role now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it has been—it um, has something. It's been something that I've grown into, but you know, I've enjoyed and stuff.
0: So you said that it that it has been kind of dangerous for you to like see yourself in that role
1: yeah because um it, it has become fun you know and i don't know how i feel about that to be fun to be mean because like before it's like oh it was it was so uncomfortable to even play that role in the first play but now it's kind of fun like not because i have anything um against the characters i'm being mean too it, it's more so that I don't know. I've been enjoying more like the process of like acting like the actual Mm -hmm. the way it plays out and stuff like that. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. I remember when you first started, um, one of the one of the directions that that we would talk about uh, would be, hey, like, can you can you project your voice? Can you be a little louder? And now I feel like you have stepped into that role and you're like very comfortable with Um, projecting your voice. Have you seen that change in yourself?
1: Um, I think that I've definitely been more confident in me speaking because before, um, especially when I'm with many extroverts, I just naturally become even quieter than I already am. But um, I don't know if it was conscious of me to speak up more or speak up louder um, but I think it just came from being here enough to be comfortable um, speaking my opinion, speaking my role and stuff like that
0: What would you say has been a significant change for you that you have seen since the time that you st- started coming to storytelling through dance?
1: Um, I feel like I've gotten closer with some friends mm-hmm. and that has been a major change for me because naturally I'm very reserved and to myself. So um, storytelling through dance has helped me uh, make friends and build stronger friendships.
0: What do you think is the future for, for uh, Queen Salali? What do you see her doing in the future?
1: As far as like, what she would do like after that scene... I can see her maybe going to her, I don't know, queenly office, trying to change the laws to better, I I don't know, benefit her. But as far as her life before, um, I'm not, I, I don't have anything really in mind.
0: One of the projects that we have in mind is to actually create stories about some of these characters and i think that one of one of the stories that i would like to explore more is with this queen so what does she look like what does her story look like so exploring that would be i think very interesting for for us for barrio and for for this community how does how does somebody become so hungry with power that they are just affected by somebody who speaks something about them or says something about them i mean people people say things about you when you when you are a public person right like no matter what so but if you let that get to you then you're probably in the wrong place you're doing the wrong you're in the wrong the wrong role if if you are going to worry about what people are saying if you're in public office
1: yeah like to add to that i think that people that Have a status or job where it relies heavily on what people think of them. So, like a queen role, she could have been born into that Mm -hmm. from a noble lineage. Um, But to maintain power, a lot of it has to do with like popularity and stuff like that. Because, you know, despots are always in in history are always overthrown, like once they lose popularity, so they have to control um, what their people think of them, so I feel like for her to behave that way in the scene largely comes from insecurity, like the more any little loss of power um, can gradually grow into no power at all, because Mm -hmm. ultimately her power comes from the people, the people have her power.
0: Hmm. Do you think that she knows how to play chess? No. She doesn't know how to play chess? No, no. Why not?
1: I I don't know. I just never thought about it. (laughs) And for chess, you need to be very logical.
0: And and the queen is not logical?
1: I don't believe that she is um, from the way that she treats people that are supposedly beneath her. Mm -hmm. So... That's just my opinion because uh, being kind is wise because typically there's no reason to be mean. Hmm. That typically hurts you to hurt other people.
0: Are there parts of Ashley that are the queen? And are there parts of the queen that are Ashley?
1: Um, I, I actually don't really see the queen in me but I haven't thought that deeply in it and as far as like parts of me that are in the queen um, <clears throat> I mean I think it's natural that everyone cares about to some extent about what other people think of them um, so I guess I see that in me and her
0: mm-hmm. there's there's obviously um, a fear um to admit that there are parts of us that are mean, or that are that are, could be part of that role, um, but I think I also think that part of that is also being fun. You know, like admitting that there are parts um, of us that we are all capable of doing evil or doing good. So it is just like a choice for us to do good as opposed to do bad. But I think that exploring the bad side is always fun in a theater setting. So that's what, that's what I was hinting at. Uh, uh, if, if you have found yourself that being the queen has helped you explore that part of like, okay, let me just like do my will and no one else's or like my will will be done type of thing
1: she's definitely that type of character as far as like how that relates to me um, I think that it's natural and I think healthy to some extent to have moments where you're not necessarily nice because naturally like there's gonna be instances where like you can be angry and um, or upset at something and the way that you feel is valid. So, like, that part of the queen, you know, like, we can all relate to. But mm-hmm. in my opinion, um, as far as, like, the scene and the story, like, I understand that it hurts to have um, someone speak badly of you. But it's also important to examine, like, why that's being said. And to see if it's actually true. To look at it objectively.
0: Um, when people see it, even... Um whether they see it live or if they see a recording of it, what would you like them to know about this character? What would you like to know about Queen Salali?
1: I think that the biggest lesson is it's okay to challenge authority if it seems like the right thing to do. And um, ultimately... It's important to try to find out like, what is the right thing to do, um, if it's right to question authority, to change who is in authority, and to always try to be um, objectively uh, to see um, people in power for who they are.
0: Mm-hmm. think that when when i was when i was writing the 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 character one of the one of the things that i that i did was think about somebody who was in a way very naive um because there's a part in the in the story where she's like well can you tell them to sit down and then the you know the the maid goes but there are no chairs you know and um she's like well i knew that but sometimes i think that she's just like preoccupied with other things and there's like some so much going on in her life that uh, she chooses to hold on to to the wrong things and that to me it made it made her very human it's one of the it's one of the things that I really like about her is that she's in a way she's funny because she's that naive right like she's fighting this whole thing because somebody, somebody wrote on a poster that you know like the queen should work or or something silly right like and she's making a big deal out of this and i think that that makes her a lot like a lot of human beings that i know probably me you know like i i I am probably in the queen a lot because i i often worry and and concern myself with things that are like not important probably
1: yeah like um And that's um, whenever I um, play those lines of like, oh, but there are no chairs. Well, I knew that. Um, I always thought that she seemed illogical from that because, yes, people can sit on the floor. But like if you're sitting on a chair, like why can't other people sit on a chair? Like why do they have to be? It's almost like they have to be beneath her even physically.
0: Mm. Yeah, Yeah, she's she's disconnected. She's like focusing on on the wrong things she she sees herself above others i just i i in a way she's mean but adorable she's like an adorable mean thing not not that i'm 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 not justifying mean people whatsoever i'm just i'm just being kind to her i guess but at the same time i think that you do a really great job of portraying her the way that she is. And she gets mad and she gets loud and she gets, you know, like frustrated with like things not going the way or somebody speaking out of turn, you know, telling people to, to be quiet and just like get rid of this problem. Um, and then as you mentioned, like she can't wait to get out of this situation so she can go and change the, the laws or whatever, you know? Um, so I wanted to do a public thank you to you for, for doing this role. Do you see yourself um, uh, playing other roles in Storytelling to Dance in the future?
1: Yeah, and I would like to play like more diverse roles because I feel like I've been mean twice. <laughs> so I'm, I'm mean Queen Salali, but I'm also like, in the other play, mean girl number two. And mm-hmm. I would like to play...
0: Somebody who's nice.
1: Yeah, someone who's nice, someone who... Like maybe it's just a neutral character, you know, like small yeah. roles, big roles. It doesn't matter to me, but um, to switch it up, I feel like you'll make it more fun the uh
0: the next um the next iteration of storytelling through dance is going to be an exploration of um native, Latin, American superheroes. And so there's going to be a lot of um, this exploration of what makes a man a superhuman and what makes a superhuman a man. And um, exploring, I think that it, it's going to be an exploration of, of love, of, of feelings of um, not belonging, of feelings of loss, um and feelings of of gaining power, stepping into power um so that's that's something that i am that I'm working on right now with uh with some um people so we can get the the next um four to five years of like storytelling through dance
1: yeah, and I'm looking forward to it and <clears throat> something I like to do i I wouldn't say that. I do it consistently enough to be a hobby cuz I have bigger hobbies but I do like to write so um oh, yeah. I think it would be cool to like be part of that or like give like my input about how to make characters feel like more real and mm-hmm. stuff like that and, like the plot development. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And I was thinking as well. I want to go back to Queen Salali cuz I was thinking about this while you were talking. Like something that I would like for people to know about Queen Salali is that someone can do something that's mean um, or horrible, but that doesn't mean that the person is necessarily a mean or horrible person. So um, I guess a life lesson from it is to try to approach people in a way that um, see the potential good in them. And if there is bad in them uh, or justifiable, anger uh, to recognize that, but to always try to see it as much good as possible in people to try to bring that out of them.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's a really good um, lesson to have and a really good thing to, to know. So Ashley, again, thank you so much for being part of this like process for uh, giving life to this character and i look forward to seeing you on saturday on that um beautiful creative um stage that we have in front of the library is this going to be your first time perform no you've performed at the library before yeah
1: yeah i performed there before and i definitely look forward to uh doing it again and um yeah i'm definitely ready for saturday
0: okay Well, uh, this has been Daniel Agusiza from Barrio Alegria in one of the um, episodes of La Ronda del Barrio featuring Ashley Hernandez talking about storytelling through dance and Queen Salali.